朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。This spiritual Wai Mai is a part of a series entitled "Mission Accomplished: The Mission of Jesus Christ, as Told by Matthew and Now Lived Out by You and Me." After living life with Jesus, hearing Him teach, watching Him heal, eating His miraculous bread, observing Him handle the religious leaders, Jesus asked His disciples the most important question of their lives: "Who do you say I am?" They had experienced all aspects of life with Jesus, from feeding thousands of hungry followers to standing up to hostile religious leaders. To stormy boat getaways and demon-possessed outcasts, they saw and felt it all. But just because they spent day in and day out with him didn't mean that they really knew who he was. So one day he just straight up asked them. But before posing this life-changing query, he gave them a chance to start thinking through the question before they had to answer it. Matthew chapter sixteen verses thirteen and fourteen. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples, "Who do people say the Son of Man is?" They replied, "Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets." Who does Jesus say he is? The Son of Man. When posing this question to the disciples, Jesus referred to himself as. The Son of Man. This is a title that he often uses. It seems like it's his favorite name for himself. It is as if he is reminding the disciples over and over again, "I am a man just like you." Jesus was fully God and fully man at the same time. As a man, he could experience all of the pain, suffering, trials, and even weariness of life. Do you remember when he fell asleep? In the middle of a wild storm at sea, as a man, he would bear the sin of all humans of all time and pay the price for our sin. As God, he lowered himself to meet with his people and display his glory in a way we could receive, embrace, and understand. The term "son of man" was also used by Daniel in recording a vision he had. Daniel. Chapter seven, verses thirteen and fourteen. In my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient of days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion. Is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Who do you think Daniel is referring to as the Son of Man? John also used this term, Son of Man, in the opening of the Book of Revelation. Could John be talking about the same person as Daniel? Revelation chapter one, verses thirteen to eighteen. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me, and when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was someone like a son of man. 
dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in the furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. And in his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now look. I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. From these two descriptions of the Son of Man, we see someone who is glorious, bearing authority and power. He is worshipped by all people, and he will rule as king forever. Who do others say Jesus is? The first question Jesus asked the disciples was, Who do people say the Son of Man is? The disciples responded with a list of prophets. John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets from the Old Testament. All of these men were great men who served God in a powerful way, but they were merely men. They were not God. Through these men, people could come to know God and his word. The crowds thought Jesus was an amazing prophet, but they had not yet grasped who he truly was. What about the disciples? Did they really know him? People in the world today are not so different from those in Jesus' time. The world might agree that Jesus was a great teacher and even a prophet, but do they see him as anything more than a moral leader? Who do you say I am? After asking the disciples who others said he was, he zoomed in on them and made the question personal. How would you respond? Your answer will determine the rest of your life. Matthew chapter 16, verses 15 to 20. But what about you? He asked them. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. If there was any disciple that was going to be the first to blurt out an answer, it was Peter. His impulsive responses at times got him in trouble and often missed the mark. But this time he was spot on and the repercussions of his answer were stunning. It set the course for the rest of Peter's life. Peter understood two important facets of who Jesus was. He was both the Messiah and the Son of the Living God. He was the long-awaited Savior of Israel and Savior of the world. Peter proclaimed that it was through Jesus Christ that we could be saved. 
Later on, Peter would write these words. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Peter called Jesus the Son of the living God. Remember that Jesus constantly called himself the Son of Man. Peter had lived 24-7 with Jesus and clearly understood that he was a man. Peter then had the deeper understanding that Jesus was more than just a man. He was the Son of the living God. God is not a God who is far away and uninvolved in our lives. He is living, present with us today. The moment everything changed. How did Peter arrive at this amazing moment that changed everything? Jesus made it clear. It was not because Peter was clever or theologically gifted. Peter had received a revelation from the Father in heaven. As Peter lived his life with Jesus, he was seeking truth. And through, though Peter didn't always get things right, God the Father gave Peter a revelation of who Jesus truly was. This could not only come through learning in a class or reading a textbook. Once Peter received that spiritual revelation and proclaimed it, Jesus promoted him to the great calling of his life as a member and one of the leaders of the future church. Revelation of who Jesus is changes everything. Seek God to know Jesus as he is. This learning is not just head knowledge, but comes from a heart that is open to the Holy Spirit's revelation of Jesus. Revelation of who Jesus truly is comes from God. Seek Him, spend time with Him, eagerly desire to know the depths of the truths of who Jesus is. When you know Him, you will be transformed. You will become the person God has intended you to be. God will bring you to the higher calling for your life, and he may even give you a new name. Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.